Let's go to the tech space and find one that was under some pressure for Overlook Stock of the Day. George Tillis joins me to wrap it up this week. Nice work on the Overlook Stocks, George. You found some interesting winners for us, uh, but today we're looking at, unfortunately, a loser in the cloud space. Uh, it keeps finding more sellers, and uh, it's not because it's uh, you know unheard of. This was a pretty popular trade for a while in the uh, cloud biz, but it's come under significant pressure from $26 down to six bucks. What happened? Yes. So this is a good one. The reason I say this, OJ, is because one of the biggest thesis we've talked about or themes we've talked about are just stay away from the unprofitable company. But here's the thing. Rackspace is actually profitable, and I'll explain why I think it's to the downside and still going down based on the call from uh, Barclays. It's actually got a price target of $5 on the stock with an underweight rating. But uh, the company is one of these cloud-based technology names, uh, everything that has to do with public and private cloud, both on-premise and hybrid, infrastructure and application and data management as a service. So it's one of these uh, sort of technology agnostic. In other words, it can be hosted on various platforms, AWS, Microsoft, Azure, Oracle. It integrates very well, but uh, the company itself, which went public uh, late last year in August, around $21 a share at about $690 million in market cap, is down a lot. It's down over 80% since that uh, that point in time when it went uh, public. And in fact, it went private back in 2016 and then back out as a public company through Apollo Management Group in 2020. Uh, but the stock has been drifting lower and it's uh, not necessarily because the company is not profitable. It's a situation here, OJ, where we're seeing some deceleration in top line sales as well as deceleration in, in, in earnings but uh, the culprit here really has to do with the interest rates very much so in the sense that uh, this company has a lot of debt. Uh, if you look at the company's debt load at around $3.4 billion, that's a significant premium, more than two times the equity base of $1.3 billion. So situation where, you know, even though the company is profitable, even though the company has free cash flow, and in fact, a free cash flow uh, margin over 10%, with uh, EBITDA margins that are positive, it just has so much interest it's paying on the debt that that's really crushing the prospects for what was returned to shareholders. And that's why we're seeing the stock continue to drift lower. In fact, it did close today, if I'm not mistaken, below the, uh, the June lows, which is another sort of ominous sign. There's a lot of stocks which are trying to recover, holding at least the, uh, the June lows are actually trading higher than those June lows. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, RXT, now making uh, new lows uh, and uh, earnings that are coming up, but a uh, persistent kind of downbeat uh, updates from the sell side in that Barclays downgrade uh, today, you know, is just uh, basically kind of uh, confirming that the trends are still in place that, that brought it here. They are. Yeah, those trends are still intact. But here's the other thing is, is you know, it's very interesting, OJ, the, the markets just adapt to changing environments. So one of the things that, that you, you have to consider here are some value traps. This might be one of them. One, we have to look at the trend. It's still down. Two, uh, if you look at the forward earnings uh, relative to the price, it's trading at a, a significant discount to its peers, but also its historical average. But it doesn't matter uh, because, again, when you dig through uh, the the, uh, the balance sheet and you notice all this debt, 
the problem I see, and this is actually a problem that I discovered earlier this week talking with Alex and Jenny with Carvana, is net interest coverage ratio. That's a ba basically a ratio of how much EBITDA is the company making relative to the, uh, the net interest or the interest that's paying to service the debt. And for Carvana, it's actually negative. For this company, uh, Rackspace, they made $211 million in EBITDA last year, but they paid $202 million out in, in interest. So there's not much left over for shareholders, unfortunately. And you have the deceleration in revenue and the deceleration in earnings. Just to give you an idea, two quarters ago, 25 cents uh, was the clip, 22 cents last quarter. They're expected to earn 16 cents in the upcoming quarter that they're going to be reporting. Looks like the first week of August. So you're seeing deceleration in earnings, top line sales growth, which went from 12 to 7% year over year for the last two quarters. That's not helping. And, and that's unfortunately uh, what's going on. Even though the company looks uh, promising value-wise from a multiple standpoint, both price to sales, price to free cash flow, price to earnings, you have to pay attention to the debt and the net interest coverage ratio, which in this case, it's not negative. It's positive, but it's very slim. Ideally speaking, you'd like to see at least two times EBITDA to net interest paid to service debt. In this case, it's barely above one. And I think mm. that's still why it's under pressure and why Barclays analyst did uh, did uh, uh, place an underweight rating on the stock with a five dollar target. So this is the type of thing that can really weigh on the business if something meaningful doesn't change, and also where the stock price going down it kind of feeds on itself as a negative catalyst uh, because precisely the, they could if the stock were higher they could use it you know to generate uh, some capital but they're going to get less and less the more it goes down and they do need capital it sounds like. Exactly. That, that's exactly my point, OJ. And even uh, looking at the analyst conference call or the the call on the uh, the uh, the Barclays made, they see again some IT spending cutbacks, which I suggest is probably going to be the case. For everyone, uh, expectations for earnings are ratcheted down already for Rackspace. They're down relative to last year for all the four quarters coming up. That's generally a good sign to see the estimates come down. But at the same time, you have to look at the uh, the debt, which, again, to refinance that's going to be more costly to do so. And just the debt to equity ratios, like I mentioned, the ratio here from three point four billion in debt to one point two billion in equity. That's that's very high in a, in a growing environment. That's still high. But it, again, nonetheless, in this environment, it's just going to continue to weigh on the shares. And, and so you just have to go with the trend. And again, like I said, it did close below those June lows, which gives you an idea that the market seems to sort of agree with this sort of uh, overall thesis that I'm presenting here. Okay, all right. George, nice uh, deep dive. Good explanation for why it's still under unique pressure here. Thanks a lot, GT. Have a great weekend, sir. See you. Okay, OJ, have a good Monday. weekend. You got it, George.